It's the Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now. I was so grateful for that that little moment, that little moment in time where there was an acknowledgement. I know what you wanted me to do, but I'm so glad that you let me be me. And now here's the stars of our show, my mum and dad. Today it's Black Friday. We have specials galore happening all over the Happy Families web shop, all over our um, Facebook page. Please check it out, especially if you love our Happy Families membership. We are offering lifetime memberships. Never done it before, may never do it again. It's a Black Friday special only, a lifetime membership. Have it for two and a bit years and you've paid for it already. You've got it for the rest of your life and you never have to pay again. Lifetime Happy Families memberships. We've got sales on our books, sales on our digital products, sales on our webinars. It's all at happyfamilies.com.au and at Dr. Justin Coulson's Happy Families on Facebook. Please check it out. I'm not going to talk any more about that though because today it's the podcast and the big plug for Black Friday is done. Although I might mention something at the end again real quick. So Kylie, it's uh, I'll do better tomorrow. For those who are new to the podcast, this is the day where we reflect on the week that was and try to figure out how we can be better parents than we have been. Or maybe we celebrate something that we've done really, really well. Would you like to go first today or would you prefer that I go first? You go. Okay. I'm going to dive in and talk about oh, so many experiences. I want to talk about how a couple of days after work this week, I took the kids down to the beach and we don't have a pool at our house. Like we've moved to Queensland, uh, had a pool at our last house, but because we decided to move to the coast, couldn't afford to buy a house with a pool basically. So we've got a house with no pool and we're having to go to the beach and it's fantastic. I've been spending time at the beach with the kids every afternoon. Just love it. And every day they whinge and they whine. They complain and say, I don't want to go to the beach. I don't want to go. It's sand and waves. And they whinge and, and sook and we get there and then they don't want to leave. I just love it. and We've been dealing with that for about 23 years. I know, I know. <laughs> what is it with kids? Like kids, trust me, you're going to have a good time. It's going to be really good to be there. Let's just get in the car and go. But that's not what I'm going to talk about. I wish that that was what I was going to talk about, but I'm not. So what I want to talk about is just celebrating the joy of school end of year assemblies. Well, because they're done. We don't have to go to another one. Is that what you mean? Holy dooly. Uh, To anyone who works in a school, I applaud your ability to sit through endless assemblies. (laughs) And I do also appreciate how hard school uh, leaders work to make these at least uh, endurable for parents who only have to come along once or twice a year to sit through them. But boy, oh boy, oh boy, um, they're just just not that exciting. No offence, kids, no offence, teachers, but school assemblies, I think that I would rather have flaming bamboo shoots stuck under my nails sometimes than sit through. But that's that's a bit of a downer. You're looking at me like I shouldn't have said that. I'm so sorry. We did have the, the delight, though, of going to the year 12 graduation night, assembly night at the school, followed by the year 12 passing out parade the next day, followed by the year 12 formal the next day. We got to do three of those events in three days. And I just think any parent who goes through that deserves a medal. I'm just just putting it out there. I was like, oh my goodness, again? And we had to get dressed up in in suits and formal gear to go to the formal. I had to put on a tie and a shirt. I can't believe you're whinging about that. I actually think that it was probably the best formal experience we've had. (laughs) Well, Well, we've had three and okay, yeah, hats off, kudos to the school who put on the formal that you're putting up there as the best one. Probably was, now that you say it. So, What did you like about it? So generally speaking, a formal is for the year 12s. Yes. It's a celebration for them. Yes. And as such, mum and dad go along to the park with all the other friends and take photos and then you say goodbye to your kids and they head away. Sure. What I loved about um, 
the school community that we're in is that um, the school recognises that this is actually a family celebration. And so parents are invited at their own expense <laughs> to attend the formal. It was an expensive night. Um, and there's a three-course meal that we all sit down to. The kids have got their own tables. Adults are sitting at their tables. There's some acknowledgements. There's a couple of awards. Most of the awards have already been done previously. Um, but then the joy was actually that about eight years ago, the kids had asked for the progressive dances that they'd been learning at camp to be added to the formal Yeah, like the cha-cha and the, oh, I don't know, there was some sort of a, it wasn't really a jive, but a rock and roll little number. There, there were a few, what, what were the other ones? Like the Pride the of Erin? The Mumbar and the, yeah, the, Mumbar. the Salsa. Yeah. And, and it was all progressive. So um, they did, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes of progressive dancing as a cohort and then they asked mum and dad to get up. And so mums danced with their sons, dads danced with their daughters, and they did the same set of dances, but again, progressive. And what I loved about that is too often we go to these events where we've got kids who are either socially awkward or shy or actually don't have any friends and they sit on the sidelines and they don't participate. And yet with this event, everybody was up on the floor Everybody danced at their own, you know, within their own capacity, within their own level. And is, but, that, is that a pointed comment at me at my dancing? Is maybe. that <laughs> you, you watched me doing that dance? I, man, I had no idea what they were doing. But I just, everybody was involved. Yeah. Literally everybody was involved. And I just, I thought it was such a wholesome night. And it actually, I think that it was really enjoyable for everyone. So, the reason that I wanted to bring it up is because I'm giving myself some kudos. For my I'll Do Better Tomorrow, you get out of things what you put into things. And you know this. I was whinging and whining and groaning. Well, we and were supposed to be in New Zealand. Moping. Well, yeah. I, we, <laughs> we signed up to go and, and do the um, – what was it? The, the Queenstown – marathon, half marathon, 10K, whatever it was that you and I were going to go and do with some friends, we were going to go over there and do that. And then we had to cancel it all so that we could be at the formal, wearing all the formal starchy, stiff kind of clothes and listening to the talks and blah, blah, blah. I decided on the day that I was going to, well, I decided about 10 minutes before I left that I was going to put my smile on my face and wear it well and give it my very best. And and I did. And it was a fun night. It was really nice to see another daughter finishing high school. That's three out of six. They're through. We're halfway there. And my I'll do better tomorrow is really just a reminder. You get out of what you put into it, whether it's parenting, whether it's a school assembly, whether it's a time down at the beach with the kids in the afternoon or at the park, or even if you're just wrestling on the floor or on the bed, you get out of it what you put in. If you go into it with a lousy attitude, it's really hard to come out of it with a smile on your face. But... If you've got a great attitude going in, it's a really enriching experience. So that's my I'll do better tomorrow. Well, my story ties in nicely with yours. It, it's about the formal mm-hmm. and watching um, our third daughter go through graduating. But I had the other end of things because I had to help her prepare. So there was, you know, all of the beauty trips that needed to be done and the buying of the dress and shoes and um Daughter number three is pretty laissez faire. Yeah, yeah, totally over the like last, that. Yeah. Over the last 12 months, she's brought a couple of um, secondhand dresses that she swore she was going to wear to the formal, and a few months later decided she didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the end, she actually just decided to borrow a dress off a friend. But we're pretty conservative people, and we've we've got some kind of ideas on what kinds of dresses we'd like our children to wear. And she didn't want to come to the party with it. 
And in the past, I probably would have made a big deal about it, but I've learned that what's most important is the relationship that I have with my child. Mm-hmm. And so, um, as it was hard, but as hard as it was, I just decided to let go and to just let her make her own decision about what she was going to wear and let it be. And on the day, um, she came up to me just before she was ready to walk out the door and she said, Mum, I know I'm not wearing the dress you wanted me to, but I'm just so grateful that you haven't made a big deal about it. And it was just a really simple one-liner, but it meant so much because she understood that it meant something to me, but she also knew that she meant more than what she was wearing to me. And I just, I was so grateful for that, just that, that little moment, that little moment in time where there was an acknowledgement. I know what you wanted me to do, but I'm so glad that you let me be me. That, that's my art is better tomorrow. It's just, it was really just this, I think a reinforcement for me to be more open to letting my children be themselves. I can teach principles, but at the end of the day, it's up to them to live them the way they feel to. Mm, yeah. Well, we really hope that you've enjoyed our Happy Families podcast today. The take-home messages, let the kids be them. Let them live their lives. Let them have that autonomy to experience what they need to uh, and just dive in. Give it everything that you've got because the more you put into it, the more you get out of it and the more they do as well. A quick reminder, Black Friday, it's on now. The special, you can get all the details at happyfamilies.com.au and the specials, the savings that go through until Cyber Monday, lifetime membership, $479. It's normally $180 per year. It's only $479. You get lifetime Happy Families membership. It's a one-off. We've never done it before. We won't be doing it again, at least as far as we know. And so please, if you like the membership, this is a great opportunity to get out of that. 50% off all digital products. Plus, what we've done is put together the 12 big webinars that we've run this year and bundled them together. It's more than $400 worth of webinars. In fact, well over. We've we've bundled them together for $99. You get your growth guide. You get better together. Pixel perfect. Toolbox for tough times. Carrots and sticks. Emotion coaching. Little people. Big feelings. The teenage brain. What to do when kids won't listen. Boys and screens. Autistic. Not weird. And no damage discipline. All for $99. An amazing bargain. Plus 25% off all books and a free packet of Justinisms for all physical book orders. Big savings. Black Friday, right through to Cyber Monday. All the details at happyfamilies.com.au. Thanks for letting me give that quick plug at the end of the podcast today. The Happy Families podcast is produced by Justin Ruan from Bridge Media. Craig Bruce is our executive producer. And as always, for more information about all the things we talk about, about making your family happier, and especially for those Black Friday specials, head on over to happyfamilies.com.au. Hold up. 